0: Yo, ma, what's poppin', baby? Welcome back to another episode of Remix. As always, I am your host, Sam Scheip, and today I am joined by my friend, Grace Marshall.
1: What's up? How's it going?
0: Uh, Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: So I study here at Ball State, a friend of Sam's. I am a senior music education major. I play violin, play in the orchestra. I teach strings. Kids of all ages, it's super fun. Really thought I didn't like kids until I started working with kids. And I realized, you know what? They're funny. I like it.
0: (laughs) That's valid. We actually have someone for once on the podcast that knows how music works and like the technicalities of it. So that's pretty cool. Um, I've always been like I think the most qualified so far. Most musically literate of myself and the guests that have been on so far. So it's gonna run
1: for your money. Oh absolutely. I've passed all the courses.
0: You're gonna end me because I stopped studying music theory in high school um so i'm i'm definitely at way out of my league on this one so i'll try to keep it down um so what's been on your playlist recently
1: recently well been on a real metal kick recently
0: i'm not surprised
1: yeah of course um uh, listened to a lot of Ghost. it was okay. halloween so i was, yeah i was like breaking out my halloween playlists so like i was listening to and emotionless and white kind of cringe i know but it's like <laughs> It was in the spirit of Halloween. I, haven't I listened,
0: had to. I haven't listened to Motionless in White since I was in, like, seventh grade.
1: Okay, but, like, Halloween time.
0: Oh, Ice Nine Kills for Halloween. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, no. Um, Ghost is one of those bands that I had never heard of till I think either my senior year of high school or freshman year of college, but I heard about it from, like, my high school friends that like I wasn't really that close with it was just like for some reason I was hanging out with this random group of people a lot that like I don't even talk to but like I just kept going over to their house and they're just like who's this band it's like oh this is Ghost and they all got mad at me because I didn't know who Ghost was and I was like I guarantee no one else in
1: who really listens
0: to Swedish metal no one exactly I was like Okay, go upstairs, go ask anyone's parents if they've heard of ghost. The the answer will be no, and you if, know. If
1: a parent has heard of ghost, they strongly it, disapprove.
0: Or Ghost is just not cool anymore. Oh. Because your parents like it and, that, and therefore it can't be cool, I right? I
1: couldn't see my parents like. It. Too <laughs>
0: satanic. Too <laughs> satanic. I mean, yeah, they 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 are like the like the picture of like parents would hate this. Yes. Yeah, and it's just like
1: They got the makeup, they got Mm -hmm. the gore, they got the.
0: The the religious imagery, yeah. Yeah. Well, the anti religious imagery, I should say, yeah. And then they just like, I don't know, they were like, it was hard to find their music at first. And I was like, and then one of my friend found, friends, friends, I'm saying in air quotes, but you can't see it, um, he found like a vinyl. Yeah. And he found a vinyl and I was like, How'd you get a ghost vinyl? I can barely find where to stream their songs. <laughs> and I was just like, Okay. So then we hooked it up to like this brand new subwoofer and then we blew out the subwoofer. I don't fun know fun. how. Yeah, it was very fun until his dad was like, What happened to my brand new thousands of dollar subwoofer? And I was like, I don't know, dude.
1: Did you hear about the whole like legal debacle with ghost going on right now?
0: Not at all. I
1: don't know a lot of details. <laughs> Buddy of mine is knows everything ghost, like knows all of your mm-hmm band members by name like
0: that's most ghost fans that
1: kind of obsession you know and like he was like telling me there's something about the lead singer is like hogging up all the money and he's not distributing it amongst the band members i think i heard
0: yeah i think i heard something about that where like they were trying to get out of the band but like legally they couldn't and someone was just like this is my money now
1: makes me sad (laughs) like
0: i mean it's it's especially sad when it comes to like metal or hardcore or even punk bands out there because they don't make a lot of money um like if do you know about the band like uh free throw Mm -mm. okay so they were they had a few songs that they were on the cover of ap magazine and you'd think like that would be like your big break like you're on the cover of ap your shirts are in hot topic but they're all still living like they were all still living with like their parents at that point because they literally like they were making music and doing like they're doing what they love but at the same time they cannot support themselves doing that and it's really interesting because like I think three of the bandmates are brothers too, and um, and like I, I only found out about them because I follow one of their other brothers on like TikTok and Vine, um, like way back in the day because his name is Charlie Classic. He was decently popular. I don't know, kind of off track, but he's like, go listen to my brother's band, and then I listened to his podcast and he was talking about like just all this stuff that they go through because it's like, yeah, there's millions of people who know your name and listen to your music. But they just get nothing out of it. It's
1: a rough life. Yeah, it's... coming from a musician, it's a rough <laughs> life.
0: Yeah, spe- like yeah, it's. I think everyone likes the idea of being a musician, but I think it's because they like the idea of being a famous musician, like one that has made it. Um, when there's so many people that slip through the cracks, despite having the talent, having like, the even for it. yeah, like the know-how in every way, even like even if you have your, even if like your social media game is on point you could still be making no money even though you're selling millions of records just because you know it could be a record label issue it could be a like with ghost it could be an issue with your other bandmate just trying to take all your money because he's um it's it is how it is
1: i started out college as a performance major and switched after my first year just because i thought so hard about like well what's my life really gonna look like am i really gonna ever make money and i was like you know what With a violin performance degree, like, yeah, I can teach lessons, I can gig, try to get an orchestra job, but, like, I want the security of a job, and I think, it's sad that I have to try to find the security of a job, but at least I found another, like, nook of music that I like, which is teaching.
0: Yeah, that's valid. I'm, like, I'm really glad that you found that, because I was worried. Like, I was like, yeah, that's, mm." You know, like, and as much as teaching really doesn't pay all that well, it is consistent regardless and then you can do those other things like you said like you can still teach lessons um, you know subsidize your income and then you could still perform in orchestras you know I don't know I really don't know how all that stuff works. You I'm not in that world. It for
1: fun, right? Right? Like, they yeah. know they know they're not going to get paid. It's all for fun. <laughs> they get paid an experience. That's
0: That's that's the classic artist, like any kind of artist. I'll pay you an exposure. How about that? You you play you play this gig for me. <laughs> you play this gig in front of like a couple hundred people, um, but do it for free. Because exposure these 300 people will now know who you are and that's valuable and i'm not saying that's not valuable but so is doesn't pay the bill yeah so does you know you know what else is valuable my gas money you know the money that i spent on my instruments the money that i spent on my amps the money that I spent trying to coast my friends into joining a band with me, et cetera. You know, it's all money. Like, time is money itself, too. Like, any time that I spend practicing, that's time that I could be working a part-time job, whether I'd want to or not. What if you got paid for practicing. <sighs> oh, my gosh. I'd be rich. <laughs> I'd be have so much cash. Um, yeah, because you, you don't. But I don't know. Yeah, it is. It has to be for the love of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, otherwise, no one would do it. Um but that's quite a bit of a tangent off of ghost. Um we'll start to get into the main topic of today's episode um which is I wanted to we kind of did this at the end of the previous episode um but I kind of want to dedicate more of a whole podcast to it of just artists that are kind of underground or underrated and they shouldn't be. You know, they deserve more recognition than they get. Kind of like I mentioned like with Free Throw, it's like yeah they should be more popular they should be able to pay their bills but they can't with just music like they have to work construction etc um so i guess that one's a freebie because i wasn't planning on talking about them today but that's what happens um
1: more bang for your buck yeah honestly
0: big money for this podcast i mm yep everyone that listens to this podcast owes me a (laughs) hundred dollars I now have $100. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Mom, for the $100. (laughs) I think she's the only (laughs) consistent listener. Um, No, I'm kidding. Uh, I appreciate all the likes and all the follows, Uh, regardless. I'd be doing this, you know, for whatever reason. I'd have a podcast, regardless. I'm just glad it's this one.
1: Sam would Um,
0: talk at a wall. That's not incorrect. (laughs) If anyone that actually knows me knows that I will talk to anyone about literally anything, Um, and if I thought the wall was interested in. I don't know, insert artist from the list that we're talking about today. I'd probably talk for a couple hours, but we're going to try to cut it down, uh, not talk about any artist for any extended period of time. Um, Yeah, we have a list of artists, and we'll just try to get through them all, and we'll see how that goes. Um, So, yeah, I had Grace send me a short list, and then I added to the list, and I listened to everything that she sent me. So... Let's get to it. It's
1: gonna be a complete surprise for me what you're talking about because I did not get a listen.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't send her my list because I'm a sneaky boy. Um, But yeah, so the first one on the list, uh, this is one of Grace's. So they're called I don't know how, but they found me. Um, They're pretty underground, I'd say. I mean, like they're they're getting popular. They're They're getting popular. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because I checked. Thankfully,
1: they are rising.
0: Yeah, correctly so. They have found a bit of fame. Um, yeah, because I checked and stuff that they released like a week ago already had like almost two hundred thousand views yeah, on I think YouTube. That was half of those. <laughs> you right. just kept repeating yeah. over and over i didn't
1: mention it when you asked me what i've been listening to because i knew we'd get to it yeah yeah no i've been listening to their new album on repeat i've been listening to them for a few years
0: that's their new album and razzmatazz right mm-hmm. yeah
1: razzmatazz is their new album came out like last friday
0: shout out jamba juice i
1: don't know but uh razzmatazz because <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the
0: smoothies at jamba juice
1: yeah. right below um Oh, yeah, I've been listening to them for years and really was just waiting for so long for an album. So once it finally dropped, I just didn't know what to expect. And I was so, so happy with it. Every song on there is an absolute banger.
0: I don't just disagree. Listen. I listened to, like, I think four of the songs that are on there, um, as well as some of their older stuff. How would you describe their style?
1: Their style? Because
0: I know how I would describe their style, but I'm I'm curious as to how you would describe their style.
1: I mean very broad sense i would say it's some kind of alternative rock mm-hmm. but it's kind of a little bit glam
0: yeah it's bit. got a little poppy vibe yeah. to it and so, i don't like i think i think people think that like i'm negative whenever i say something sounds kind of poppy or like pop like i'm not you it's know it's dancing exactly but also a little emo i think it's walkie i don't know if that's a word but like you know like you're walking down like let's say like for all this ball state students you're walking down mckinley you like have earbuds in it's like partly cloudy day you know i feel like that's like the perfect music that you just like pop in and just walk to um i know that doesn't help like genre wise explain what they are um but yeah they're they have like a lot like it's very difficult to describe because they aren't exactly like anyone else which is why we're talking about them and why they deserve more recognition because they are unique um yeah i'd say like almost alternative pop if that makes sense. Um, Because like, yeah, because a lot of the songs are very catchy, um, but at the same time, like there's more to it than just a catchy chorus. The
1: lyrics get really deep sometimes. Sometimes They do. they're super sweet, like endearing lyrics. Sometimes they're like a knife through the heart, really depressing.
0: Yeah. And that's what I live for. (laughs) You you live for that roller coaster, that up and down. You want the first song to make you cry and the second song to make you cry with laughter. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I get that vibe. Um, But yeah, they're honestly they're pretty iconic um i think i walked like after i listened to the first song i think i listened to mad iq that's the second um, one
1: on the
0: album
1: first one's leave me alone
0: okay i listened to that one too but the first one i listened to was mad iq that might uh, that one and sugar pills are like tied for my favorite currently that i listen to um and like as soon as i finished listening to mad iq i walked into my roommate's room and i was like listen to this and he was like what? I was like, I thought of you when I listened to this, so listen to it. <laughs> uh, just because he's very... He listens to a lot of obscure music, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, hey, just just listen to it. And then he went on a run and he listened to like their entire new album during his run and came back and was like, I'm obsessed now. And I was like, you're welcome.
1: I really, really like the song Cluster Hug. <laughs> Not only is it just a very good song, but it quotes one of Dallin Week's old like older bands' songs a little bit. So that's kind of neat. Um, Dallin has a lot of history. Uh, if you didn't know, Dallin Weeks is the frontman of the band. And he, I thought
0: I recognized him.
1: He was the old bassist of Panic at the Disco.
0: Oh. During oh, the it's Too, to Live,
1: Too Weird to Live, Too Weird to Die era. It's Dallin. It oh my Dalin. gosh. And he actually wrote a lot of music on Too Weird to Live, Too Weird to Die. So the yeah. people who are Panic fans who like specifically really like that album would really, really like. I don't know how, but they found me.
0: Yeah, because I remember like. Even I was wondering like where he wound up like just kind of being in existence He's because been in quite
1: a few bands before and after Panic at the Disco. Yeah. And you know what? Panic at the Disco I do not think was the highlight of his career. And I think that <laughs> I don't know how, but they found me could give Panic at the Disco a run for their money.
0: That's a hot take, and I kind of hope you're right. I think they're I... growing,
1: man. They're growing. Because so... if
0: Panic continues where they're going, I think I'm gonna stop liking it. Like I liked the previous album. But I feel like in the direction that it's going, I'm not gonna like whatever comes next. What? I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you fully. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I don't know if he quite is yet, but he's if he does exactly what I think he's going to do, then yes, absolutely sell out. But
1: the whole Taylor Swift song kind of
0: that that hurt me That hurt me so bad. Oh. Uh, maybe I should just do a podcast on, like, songs that betrayed my trust. Ooh, um, ooh, that's tasty. That one's up there. Um, but, yeah, songs that betrayed their fan bases, things like that. I don't know. Maybe. Let yeah. me know uh, in your responses um, to the podcast if that's something that you'd want to see.
1: Going back to the I don't know how thing, I'm going to tell you right now. I've been a fan for years. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Everybody's going to hate me. I listened to them before they were cool. <laughs> I did.
0: I I believe you. I
1: saw them on their first tour at their Nashville show, and it was very, very small Mm -hmm. and intimate. And I was like right up close to the stage. They tried out songs for the first time, which were on their like EP before Razzmatazz. Mm -hmm. Like they tried out uh, the song "Social Climb" at that concert, and it was super cool. And
0: I mean, I still think I'll
1: never get that experience again because the next time I see them in concert,
0: there'll be a lot of people. Yeah,
1: and it'll never be that intimate again. So I'm savoring those memories.
0: I mean, anyone that like hops on it just from like, th- like from now until probably next year or two, they can still say that they listened to them before they were first, cool. Yeah, because was so the first album. So if you go look up, I don't know how, but they found me, and you listen to them, and then once they get big, you can you can be one of those people. That listened to them before they were cool. That's I don't know how, but they found me.
1: But not before me, because I listened to them before they were cool.
0: But Grace is still better than you. Yes,
1: I'm better than you. Don't forget it.
0: <laughs> All right. So the next artist is um, like the the topic of this podcast was like underground artists. I don't consider this next artist underground. It's one of the ones that's I don't know on how my list. Either, so. um, yeah. Um, Underrated underrated i consider him very underrated he's not super underground just because you know he has a platinum song now um but the artist that i'm talking about is youngblood that's with like y-u-n-g-b-l-u-d not the other spelling not the normal spelling um He's, like, what do you know about Youngblood? I guess I'll ask first. Is
1: he British? Yeah, he's very British. Yeah, that's it. I've listened to a few of his songs, and every time I hear him rap, I'm like, that is the most British rapping I've ever heard in my life.
0: It's very Cockney, yeah. uh, the way that he kind of just...
1: It goes kind of hard,
0: though. It does, um, and that's why I kind of like it, because he's not like a lot of British rappers that try to, like, act hard like they're hard, if you know what I mean. Like, they try to kind of act like American hip-hop artists, and I'm like... Did he just talk about guns? Cause that's not a that's not a thing over there. Like, was he in the military? Like, no. Like, what are you talking about, bro? I think it'd be really um,
1: funny if they started rapping about like stabbing each other with plastic knives and stuff.
0: Getting a knife permit to go to the <laughs> go to the cookout. Um, but yeah, so Youngblood, he was like, he's he was on like I think he was on something like Disney or something like that when he was like really young. Um, I think he was on like some version of like newsies or something like that. Was
1: it by a different name or was it by Youngblood?
0: It wasn't by it definitely wasn't by Youngblood. I think it was by his actual name, which is Dom. Uh Dom something. I forget his last name. Um I should Blood? be better prepared. Mr. Dom Blood? Mr. Blood. Uh <laughs> curtains ready. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's he's really sick. Um I found him on accident. Like I actually listened to him before he was cool, before he had radio play, before he had a feature from anyone famous. Um
1: I've only heard the post-famous.
0: The post-famous, yeah. So his most famous song is pretty much definitely the one that he did with uh, Travis Barker and Machine Gun Kelly, the I Think I'm Okay. Um, that song goes hard and kind of sounds like a My Chemical Romance tribute, um, which I think a lot of, like, pop-punk kids really liked. Yeah, that one was um,
1: yummy. I liked it. I <laughs> <feel
0: something. laughs> yeah, uh, the music video was really good, too. But uh, before that, he had um, a complete album with and this is what I also really liked: is he can perform unplugged, like acoustic, just as well as he performs otherwise, um, which is pretty rare, especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. So he released, um, respect. He really yeah, he released his album again, completely acoustic. Like uh, I think there was only like one or two songs that were missing, and I was like, yeah, those songs can't be acoustic, no matter how hard you try. Um, yeah, he's got songs like you know, they're just essentially about, I guess, growing up. Um, if that makes sense. Like it's very teen angst. Mm-hmm. It's very much like seeing through the eyes of someone that is kind of being oppressed and depressed, um, going through like problems with mental illness and anxiety, things like that. Um, and just having to deal with it and seeing like, you know, what are what are people doing in response? And he, he focuses a lot on um, what are the parents? What are the ne- the older generations doing in response? What are they doing to help the situation. Cause he's very much like, you know, it's up to that generation to build a world for the rest of us. And let's just say he doesn't exactly like the world that's been built for him or us. Um, and very much, uh, is trying to empower the youth, um, which is really cool. Um, it's a lot of things in his uh, it's, his style is very cool in that it's very empowering to people that otherwise might not get to feel that, mm-hmm. um, and he's his his style overall is just I'm gonna call it manic, cause, oh, like, cause he like he can just like he can jump around with a guitar, um and just go like ham and go crazy on a song, uh like Tin Pan Boy is like very, like a new take on punk rock, um versus like the original version of California, which he's talking about like how he should just pack up everything and move to California because he's just fed up and doesn't want to die in like this small town like lifestyle things like that um a lot of poppy synth sounds too very experimental with his first album which is really cool i like when people try to think outside the box Mm -hmm. um and he just like he just goes ham on everything and he just like his energy is contagious like if you start listening to him you're like you're gonna go you're gonna go stupid go crazy ah um yeah like there's songs like anarchist and uh doctor all about like you know being that kid that like can't sit still and they try to like pump you full of medicine um things like that where it's just like yeah you just like they're just over medicating children because they're being children um Given a meth light. pretty much yeah um things like that and then you know just things that He wants he wants to be the change that he sees in the world and like kind of destigmatize a lot of things Mm. Um, like sex and stuff like that. It's like it shouldn't be so taboo from his point of view. Like he just released a song called Cotton Candy. Um, The music video is insane. Like it's like, I don't know, like a marshmallow dipped in acid. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know it's really fun. It's very bright colors. Um, You know, he's the reason that I always wear pink socks um obviously he's had an impact on my life and my music um so i really care about socks. i am wearing we pink socks, wearing socks pink right now socks. always imagine if i didn't wear pink socks to this and i just said that uh, i would have
1: called you. i feel
0: like too. such a poser oh my gosh but yeah uh so yeah he's awesome check him out that's young blood spelled weird um yeah you should be able to find him he's pretty popular
1: young blood too many
0: use <laughs> double the use double the fun Hmm. Mm. Uh, So the next one on the list is another one from Grace. It's The Crane Wives. So Uh,
1: I recently took a trip down to Atlanta. My grandpa turned 90. Super cute. Pog. Yeah, we went to have a cute little surprise party for him with masks on.
0: They were being socially conscious. No one come for Grace in the comments.
1: Please. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I like put on my Snapchat story. Hey, send me music to listen to in this car ride. And one of my friends, her name is LaVacy. She sent me this group uh, specifically, I think the song was Tongues and Teeth. That was the song.
0: That's a good one.
1: Right? She sent me the song Tongues and Teeth by The Crane Wives. No idea what I was getting into. I hit play and immediately my whole world was changed. I was like, what is this? It is, it's kind of like modern folk kind of it's that's how i would describe It's modern folk music
0: i'd say so it's female fronted which first of all that's powerful um yeah it's they and they do an amazing job um and i would almost describe it as like like a female fronted mumford and sons but without the country and like input like groove if that makes sense yeah like it's more groovy they add than... so many
1: different instruments
0: yeah like, so they
1: have like classic like they do like drums and banjo and like guitar
0: the hollow body add, guitar and then
1: they'll add like some brass and yeah winds at some point
0: they're like... very they're very obviously musically adept and musically talented oh, yeah. very um good.
1: and, and her voice they know what they're doing amazing like she her
0: her, her alto her... is awesome
1: her like uh just her control and like she does kind of like the fun little lilty things like the cranberries do like, yeah know, like cranberries like, I love that sound as a woman with a deeper voice yeah it's it's, it's to for to for
0: appreciate. all the for all the girls that you know grew up in choir singing alto this is the band the for alto you.
1: Two lines. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly,
0: but but now it sounds good. Now it's nice, because yeah. um, she's an alto, obviously.
1: And their lyrics are super creative. Like, they all tell mm-hmm. stories.
0: Yeah, um, it's the... like, um, you know, like, Little Lion Man? I don't. I've
1: heard um, of it, but I... Yeah,
0: listen. it's very popular song. Um, it's like, if all their songs were, like, as good as Little Lion Man, which is, like, a big big take, mm-hmm. but I think it's accurate. I think all their songs are, like... They tell great stories, and the lyricism is there as well as the musical, um, I guess, talent and skill. Because like some of it's talent, some of it's obviously honed skill. Um, Like her vocal control, like you're not born, you're not born with that. Like you have to work at that. Obviously, Um, honestly, they're like, oh my gosh, I forget which song it was. I was watching their um, NPR Tiny Desk concert.
1: I didn't know they had one.
0: Yeah, Um, so they have one first and foremost. Um, and the lead vocalist was playing on a hollow-bodied electric guitar, Mm -hmm. which is a sound that we need more of in modern music. It's, it's so it's it's both soothing and just like I don't want to say arousing because that makes it sound sexual. It's kind of sexual because music is sexual, but it's arousing in a non-sexual way. How about that? Like it's just like emotionally arousing. Is stimulating a better word? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's very cool. Oh, this
1: music really gives me an emotional boner.
0: <laughs> yep, <laughs> she said it best. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the Crane Wives. Uh, make sure you check them out if you're into that kind of music. If you, you like, be
1: just give it a try. I'm give,
0: give it me. a shot. Just yeah, a any, anything that we say, whether it sounds like something that you'd be into or not, give it a shot. You don't know. Maybe it's your new favorite band or artist. I don't know. You do you. Maybe you've I never took in a
1: suggestion by listening to the Crane Wives, and I
0: exactly. I'm
1: obsessed now.
0: So this next one is someone that both me and Grace had on our lists, um, and it's an artist by the well, the artist name is Samsa. Um, so he is a uh, what was it? Oh my gosh, I don't want to get it wrong. He's a Pakistani Muslim. American, raised in Queens. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I got all of that correct. I
1: will um, fact check you. I've tried to do some research on him and there, it's just so hard to find it's any... It's
0: very difficult. Twitter
1: isn't active anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really difficult to find him. Because anybody. I
0: think he he like signed off he so samsa has already quit music he's retired Wow. very very sad for me and grace and probably like five other people but um
1: (laughs) hey i've shown him to a lot of people and they all like him too
0: now well grace and her five friends i'm gonna
1: drink my diet coke
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah drink that cancer um but yeah so samsa he he kind of like he was brought up with a very unique experience i think you know growing up in queens of all places as a pakistani muslim um, which he writes about in a couple of his songs that aren't as popular as like um, his more popular ones so you might have actually heard him i doubt it but it's very possible because he's not like the most underground artist that we have on this list um but he um yeah he's just pretty sick uh he's a lo-fi rapper and his lyricism is honestly just impeccable as well as his like cadence like when he when he's rapping Mm -hmm. his cadence is something that's i think pretty unique to him yeah like a few other lo-fi rappers have something similar but yes, they're... i've heard
1: a few other that i'm like is that samsa yeah and then i'm sad that it's not
0: i think they're copying samsa
1: you know probably i
0: think yeah because samsa did it first and he got pretty popular within the lo-fi community first because he was just kind of killing it
1: maybe he was silenced. Um, maybe they were jealous and they silenced <laughs> him and that's why he disappeared
0: no i think well he said that he wanted to be it was something like he wanted to be uh uh content creator not a content creator yeah i know right scathing um but for those of you out there if you're into lo-fi at all uh make sure you check him out he's got his song uh tinder samurai that's that's just a funny song haunt Um, me is my haunt me haunt me i listen to that like on the way home from work multiple times and like I would just completely zone out like when you listen to that song it's,
1: it's so creative um, the lyrics are so creative yeah
0: so Haunt Me is essentially about um, his girlfriend who actually did pass away um, and he's essentially trying to get her to communicate with him as a poltergeist like through his phone or through some other means um, it's super creative it's super awesome um, his references are always like impeccable uh, he he just kind of kills it like every time. Brain, like- he has big brain energy and just big brain in general. Like he has another song called Burfy, um, which is essentially about you know growing up as you know an obvious Middle Easterner, you know in Queens in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And then I think the feature on that song was um, some kind of Latino American. Um, and they were kind of talking about, like, what it's like just, like, trying to get on an airplane um, as a Muslim in post 9 uh, society. Yeah, kind of an L on that one. And then he had another one that got big about, like, you know, what's a matter of climate change? Like, you know, climate change, you know, the world's ending. So at least we have each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> big, big, big sad. Um, His other one, Butterflies. I really like, cause it's just about like, you know, if you're in a relationship, kind of taking the good with the bad with someone. Um, cause he just kind of, like the first half is all about like what he loves about this person that he's found. And the other half is like how trash she is, um, like roasting her skills at Candyland, <laughs> which is one of my favorite lines in any song ever. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're into lo-fi at all, or if you're not, check it out anyway. Um, you might surprise yourself. Uh, especially if you're a lyrical listener like I am, where lyrics really matter, then um, you will like Samsa. I got extra credit because I sent his song "Superlative Heroes" to uh, my old English professor, and he like gave me like a couple points of extra credit. I'm not gonna Whoa. like out him right now and say who it was because he probably wasn't supposed he to liked do it that. So
1: much, he just was like, well, yeah, Sam deserved yeah, another few points.
0: Pretty much, he was like, good song. And then like I saw my grade go up, and I was like, bog. Uh, but yeah, that was that was pretty sick. Um so yeah, go ahead and check out Samsa. His songs are all on Spotify, so you don't have to do any special digging.
1: I think there might be more on SoundCloud.
0: There's perhaps. definitely a lot more on SoundCloud. Um he's much more like popular on SoundCloud. Um so it's probably easier to find his stuff there. Um as far as like his less commercially popular stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Tinder Samurai and Haunt Me and all those songs are on Heavy Spotify. On Spotify
1: is great, though, because then you can add them to your certain playlists where the mood fits just right.
0: Yes, wherever lo-fi hip-hop fits. Um, yeah, so the next one uh, I have is a rapper named uh, Charlie Curtis Beard. He's, I don't know, like, I guess I'll say he's TikTok famous, because, like, I checked his YouTube channel, and he's only got, like, a 1,000 subscribers and, like, his videos don't get, like, any views, which is super unfortunate because he's super talented. Um, I don't know where he's based out of, but he kind of got popular for rapping in any time signature. Whoa. Like, people would write in the comments, like, a time signature. Like, give me a time signature.
1: 9-8. He would do it. What if, did they do? Like really weird ones, where they try to do like the
0: half. Yes. So like it was that's what I that was what was really cool about him is like at the beginning is it was so much of just like people that like just knew music would follow him because he would do stuff like that. Um, he does all the stuff for his music, by the way. Like he makes the beats, he sings the melodies, and he uh, writes his own lyrics and raps and things like that. Um, I wonder
1: if he had any like training
0: oh he it's obvious that he has to have you know because he has you know he has control over not only his voice but like as a performer just like i don't know it's it's like like the moxie you know like he like he's like you can tell he knows how to handle himself in like any situation and he does like a lot of duets on tiktok with um different artists like especially if they like provide a melody he'll rap over it uh even if it wasn't like supposed to be for that mm. um and then he'll just like take a prompt and write like a little mini song about it uh like during halloween one of the ones he wrote was like from the perspective of a ghost trying to teach a new ghost how to be a ghost Aww. and it was kind of cute pretty much um you again. N- no you <laughs> <laughs> um But it was just, um, yeah. It was like it was like some of them like really cute. He has a really soft voice. Like he's not like a hard rapper, Mm -hmm. but he can he can do covers of stuff like Kendrick Lamar with his own verses and sound like he belongs there. If that makes sense,
1: that takes some skill.
0: Yeah. So he's he's very talented. He's very very underrated as far as like how we actually measure a musician's success. Um, Because like if you're popular on TikTok, are you really that popular? Probably not um so yeah make sure you go check him out on tiktok wherever um charlie curtis beard i'm making sure that that's all spelled in a way that makes like that it sounds like it should i think it does um so yeah that's it for i feel like if I him
1: it was because you posted it on your story or something
0: it's very very possible um i might have posted like a little thing of his at some point um but yeah he's he's iconic um and he's like, he posts like daily too. So if you have the TikTok app still, and it's not banned by the time you are listening to this, go check it out. No, go check it him was, out. I think
1: TikTok was like bought by somebody in the U.S., so I think it's safe now.
0: I don't know. I think I think they was supposed to do that, and then no one did, and then he was like, "I am gonna ban it," but it's like still in the app store. So I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I still have it, and I am still watching Charlie Curtis Beard every day. So that's the good thing um so the next one off of grace's list is i'm gonna let you pronounce his name because i don't know
1: serge tonkian sure i think
0: he's the lead singer of system of a sure down is. Yeah, okay is. and you're wearing a system of a down shirt right now
1: yeah okay it's kind you're
0: of a r- you're a real fan
1: don't at me yeah <laughs> no that so i go through phases of my life where that's all i listen to for months at a time because that is ultimately my favorite band
0: i feel that like i feel that with like I don't know, like three days grace, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Mer uh, Green Day, because like that's who I listened to in like mm-hmm. middle school and high school. It's like you got to go back to the basics.
1: Amen. Yeah, to me, System of a Down is kind of home. They're my favorite band. I think they're very creative musically, and I think they have great messages in their songs. But this isn't about System of a Down. <laughs> nope. This is about Sarge's uh, solo career that he started. Pretty recently, I don't I think, know. I think so. like two years ago, 2018.
0: I- yeah, because you would think if he started like earlier than that, then just at least by System of a Down fans alone, he'd have like so much more popularity. Well, here's
1: the thing, is that the bassist of System of a Down, Darren Malakian, he has his own band now as well, Darren Malakian and The Scars on Broadway, listen to him, they're really good. It's just like System of a Down, like they get a lot of hate because like, it's just like System of a Down but without Serge's voice, and I'm like... Yeah, but it's still good. I still like it's, it. I'll take anything <laughs> I can get, like literally anything System of a Down related. I will grab it and hold on to it very tightly. So, she, but I'm just she's really
0: a like, stan.
1: Yeah, I am diehard stan. I'm gonna put those words together, <laughs>
0: diehard stan. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds right. <laughs>
1: um, but anyway, his solo career kind of gets hated on a little bit because it's a bit more poppy.
0: But well, he also does it in not just English. Yeah. Which is really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. So he is Armenian. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, his lyrics, lot well, I system of a down, have a lot of meaning and are a lot about, like, the hardships of the people in Armenia and mm-hmm. the hardships of people in the United States because he is a United States citizen. So he's seeing the absolute forest fire that is the United Us. States currently. <laughs> but also, something really important that I would like to talk about that is not really about music is what's happening in Armenia. It's something that he pushes for a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's constantly on all his social media advocating for Armenian rights and uh, talking about the Armenian genocide that a lot of people don't know about. You should definitely do some research on it because it's not really taught in schools. And I really respect what he and his bandmates from Sister down do about that. Um there is currently a lot of bad stuff happening in Armenia. They're being invaded a lot. A lot of people are being killed. Like children's hospitals are being bombed. It's really sad. Sorry I had to take it there, <laughs> but it's really important and you should know about it. <laughs> anyway, his music is really good. Uh he I really like the song Empty Walls. It's
0: okay, I, I think over. I listened to that. Yeah. Yeah, um, those are
1: the more popular ones. But vocals really good, exactly as you'd expect. Yeah, because he also stick piano playing. Yeah, he
0: doesn't just talk about Armenia either. Like he talks about other countries that like I've never even heard of. And he's like, "This is a problem because Stalin like took them over, and then this bad stuff happened. And I won't rest until there's justice for these people too." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "That's that's just really cool because they have nothing to do with him, but he yeah. cares." Um, so yeah, he's used, He's definitely using Professor his platform. Rock. I love it. Stand for what Prague. <laughs> Prague rock. Um but yeah, he's definitely yeah, he's using his platform to be the change in the world and that's really cool and I hats off to the guy. Absolutely. Yeah. So for those listening what's his full name again?
1: Serge Tonkian?
0: Okay, I'm just going to spell his first name cuz then you should be able to find it after that. It's S E R J. I
1: his name. I watched a video from saying his name and I'm like I don't think I
0: can uh, say Yeah, him. that's why I let you do it cuz I was like I'm going to I'm going to sound racist probably. I'm not going to risk it. Um <laughs> I don't want to get canceled. Right. You're yeah, you're right. Um, so, so, yeah. So my next one on my list, um, he's had a couple songs that, like, has, have featured, like, famous people um, or more famous people, more successful musicians than himself. Um, but my next, uh, my next little installation on this list is a rapper by the name of Mod Sun. I don't even... I kind of hesitate to call him a rapper because he just, like especially with like recently it's been a lot more rock based than anything like not necessarily like hard rock or like punk or anything it's just like i don't know a lot of it's just like feel good music mm-hmm. if that makes sense like a lot like most of his music is feel good music but he comes by it honest and like what i mean by that is like he lives his life trying to like instill positivity both in himself and in anyone that he meets, which is really cool. Um, if you listen to it, he has a, he has a um, it's, what's also on Spotify is his um, audio book called Did I Ever Wake Up? And I always recommend it to like anyone that's like going through a particularly tough time, like with negativity or depression or anxiety. Um, I think it kind of helps put everything into perspective. Um, yeah, I'm looking behind you. I'm looking through Grace while I'm talking not at her. Because there's a ghost behind her. What does um, it look like? I don't know. Is it's she pretty? Just, uh, well, first of all, it's a man, so.
1: Is he pretty?
0: Very. <laughs> does
1: he look like he has a crush on me?
0: I oh uh, mm? well, he's gone now. I think he scared him off.
1: <laughs> it always happens that way.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, back to Modson though. A uh, little off topic. That was a little, little fun for the little fun for the podcast. Anyway, um, with Modson, he's very much about instilling positivity and living that way um, but he doesn't hide it when he kind of lapses in it either which I think is really cool he's not fake about it you know whenever he goes through something like he was dating Bella Thorne which I think is like his biggest claim to fame so far that like people might know him from um,
1: or his biggest
0: downfall yeah honestly I'm, I'm in the second group I think it's his biggest downfall um, mostly cause like honestly she didn't deserve him I'll say it. Um word. <laughs> um but yeah, in like his last like this last year or two of his music has been very obviously about like their breakup. Um because it was very out of nowhere for him. Like she very obviously found someone before she broke up with him, if that makes sense. Um yeah pretty messed up
1: I do not know much about Mod Sun at all I'm just kind of like hated you're just
0: liking Mod Sun more because (laughs) you know that he's on warring sides with Bella Thorne um yeah but he's he's very 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 trippy little hippie guy um you know a lot of his songs before his like recent like rehabilitation were about drugs and things like that but viewed in a more positive light and what they can do for people instead of like the dangers of drugs that we always hear about and kind of like self-medication, that type of thing. Um, And then he's kind of rehabilitated himself in the last year realizing like, okay, there's levels to this. Like you can't just go like head first into everything and expect it all to be okay. Like everything in moderation, right? Um, But his name stands for Movement on Dreams Stand Under None. Um, Ooh. yeah, I know. Right. I liked it too. And like, cause like, I didn't know that until I listened to his audio book and he that's explained it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so some of his songs recently have been about like, you know, kind of hoping the people get what they deserve. Um, obviously that's pointed at his ex, um, things like that. And just kind of like looking back on his love life, um, saying, you know, like which memories that he's like stoked that he has and other memories where he's like, you know, that time to make better ones. And then, every now and then recently he's been like going on his YouTube or he'll release a song that's just rap because his freestyle ability is some of the best I've ever seen out of anyone ever. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'd put him up there like against like juice world who like everyone says like had like the best freestyle ability. Um, Just cause he can just go off the cuff. And like, he was on like the LA leakers, which is like um, a radio station slash YouTube Radio show whatever where like a lot of rappers come on and they freestyle and that's like a big deal he goes on there and it's very obvious that none of his stuff is written because you can tell when rappers come in and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna say this" mm-hmm. and act like it's a freestyle. It's very obvious. Most are, most but rappers did you do it.
1: I just said that. Can you believe it?
0: Like, yeah, exactly. And and most rappers do it, so it's not like a huge deal. And most rappers like mix it up. Like they have like they have some written stuff in case they like can't think of anything off this on the spot. But it's very obvious that like son, he just grips it and rips it. Like he just he just goes. Like he's like on any beat. Anything he needs, like he did on like a Drake beat uh, over the summer, like I think it was Tussie Slide, and I was like, this is, this this freestyle is way better than Tussie Slide ever will be. Hot. Um, oh, that song was just made to be a dance craze. Like it was very obvious that Drake was trying to pawn in on that. But this isn't about Drake. I don't need to give him any more free clout. He's doing fine without me. Yeah.
1: Free clout.
0: Free clout. No, you got to pay don't for that. Someone's
1: going clout. Free clout.
0: <laughs> Someone's gotta think that's a disease. <laughs>
1: Probably
0: already again, yeah. yeah, um, <laughs> just like that old lady that walks up and down McKinley like, what what's clout what now you you caught what you should probably go get that checked out. The health center's free, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um yeah, go check out mod son, he's one of the most inspirational artists in my life. um, I listen to him all the time, like pretty much every day, um, regardless of how I feel, um when it's a bad mood, he makes it better, and when it's a good mood, he enhances it, so I don't ever think there's a bad time to listen to him, and I will always throw him on the ox. I don't care if he matches the vibe or not.
1: That's beautiful. He is the vibe. He
0: is the vibe. He brings the vibe. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm glad to be his disciple. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, so that's Modsun, M-O-D-S-U-N. So now we're going to get to the next one off of Grace's list, Younger Hunger.
1: I found this band. I'm uh, shamelessly going to admit that it was an Instagram ad that That... I got over the (laughs) summer. And I listened to a few seconds of the ad, and I was like, "You know what? I'll check it out.
0: I'll I'll give it a shot." There's a
1: song "Dead Inside,"
0: which oh, I I listened to that one too. That's their most popular song. song. It's
1: a good song.
0: Yeah, it's very. I'm gonna say it. It's bedgy. Huh? It's bedgy. So it's like basic and edgy, combined. Mm -hmm. It's very like it's very poppy, but it has like that like edgy middle schooler. I'm gonna wear bangs over my eyes so that I don't have to see the world, et cetera, et cetera. Let me let me it's, put on some eyeliner. It's the
1: kind of music you can get away with playing in front of your parents if they're not really listening, and then when they really listen, they're like, "What is this?"
0: And then you and by then you switched it, and yeah. they can't catch you.
1: Well, I put I played it in the song I played the song in the car with my parents once, and my mom really liked it. And I was like, really? You, do, you really like it? She was like, yeah. And I was like, did you listen to the lyrics at all? She was like, not really. Not
0: really, but it's, it's, it's got a good vibe. It's also just great walking music. Yeah, <laughs> walking um, music. Like, if I was, like, I, like, when I listened to them for the first time today, I was like, I feel like I'm walking down my high school halls right now. Like, I'm on my way to new. gym class. You know, it's but like it's the new, feel yeah. Of
1: like, it's the same feeling of, like, Fallout Boy when you were mm-hmm. in seventh grade. It's that same feeling, but it's now. And but
0: it's but now we're in college, yeah. so it's different. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I was I like. I would
1: say Younger uh, Hunger is like, to me, it's not in any way comparable to Fallout Boys music. No. Like, it's very different, but it's the feeling of Fallout Boys music for my college self.
0: That's valid. I think that's very valid, because when I listened to it, I was like, I'm on my way to gym class. I'm going to go play dodgeball. <laughs> I'm going to go get picked last for basketball. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's funny because I'm short. Um, I'm actually average height, I'm not actually that short. But it's oh, fine. nice color. <laughs> I really don't care. Uh, I'm like 59. Yeah, I don't I know much about younger Short Kings.
1: Hungers. I just think that their music is fun to listen to and
0: it's it's fun and edgy so you can probably get away with playing it on the ox at yeah. a party or in your friend's car and no one's going to like
1: I've gotten freak away
0: with out. It. Yeah.
1: But I think also a lot of my friends are scared of me so <laughs> when I play music they don't like they keep their mouths shut.
0: That's valid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's Younger Hunger. Spelled normal for once.
1: You really uh, went from like this is the most influential artist of my whole life to I was like I don't know I I heard this song <laughs> well,
0: on Instagram. Well, that's man. like I didn't want to like throw him at the beginning or at the very end, you know? Because like
1: had just the one that I knew nothing about. Exactly,
0: just- <laughs> I was like I had to catch you off the back pedal, because um, that's that's how we get people's real reactions here. I'm I'm a real journalist, if you didn't know. Um, but yeah, real journalist, real journalist, um, as opposed to a fake journalist.
1: Wait, do those like make money
0: real ones uh depends uh, <laughs> currently no <laughs>
1: well, then i don't think you're real yet
0: uh i mean you don't know <laughs> uh but yeah so you're making
1: money for this podcast
0: no i need a stipend i'm not I wish.
1: Wait, 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 didn't your mom Venmo you $100?
0: Oh, that's right. Mom, thanks for the. <laughs> doesn't mean I have to give Grace like 20 for guesting. I don't know. Um, but yeah, if everyone just wants to Venmo me $100. Just kidding. I
1: do it for the clout. Just for the free clout. It's a disease I have currently. Yeah. I do it because I have clout.
0: Yes. It, it really affects tragic. the brain. So she just like does things for free. Just, yeah. It's it's the it's real got disease. Me into a lot of <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we only have time for one more. Um... And, yeah, so this is a guy that's not super underground. A lot of people have definitely heard of him. Um, But his name is Scotty Sire. If it sounds familiar, if you ever used to watch David Dobrik's vlogs, that's why. Um, Yeah, so that's Scotty from David Dobrik's vlogs. Um, I know, right? Bring back to, like, high school or for someone like me, like, last year. I don't know. Um, Yeah, so he... He got started on Vine. Um, He was just kind of being a funny dude. And then I think he made a couple songs as, like, memes because he was always, like, the quote-unquote depressed one of the group, which he actually does have depression, but it was, like, a joke for a while. And then he was like, oh, wait, I'm actually depressed. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Have you
1: seen Dave
0: dave
1: the show dave it's a little dicky
0: yeah 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 Yeah,
1: the whole thing with like gato who's his hype man but he has bipolar disorder yeah that's exactly what that reminds me of is like i don't know yeah life of the party a good joke but he was like nah man but i'm actually messed
0: up yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah so like it was very funny because like he made like some a couple songs like i think kind of as jokes and then he i think he found a passion for making music um which he was always like a big fan of like different artists but he was finally just like wait i can make music and he's like i can do this but not as a joke and every now and then he still makes funny songs but they songs kind of that encapsulate which like in psychology you learn that like perceived problems are still problems right it's so, like if you perceive that you have a problem mentally that's not any different than actually having a problem um which is
1: Say that
0: louder for the homies <laughs> today. Yeah. Um, so perceived issues are still issues, especially when it comes to mental health. Um, and he – that's, like, a lot of his music because, like, he's a straight white male, like, who made it, you know. Like, he's a millionaire by this point probably just off of ad revenue alone from YouTube. Um, so, yeah, he's, like – he's made it, but he's still – horribly depressed right um he's like he's super smart super sweet guy like whenever anyone in his group is like actually talking about him like legitimately they're like he's like the best one out of all of us um and it's insane that he gets to do that like while struggling like with his um social anxiety and depression which he's like written a lot of songs about um and like i think his most recent song was don't be sad and it's just like how, like, people, if you tell them that you have depression or anxiety, they'll be like, just don't be sad. Just stop it. And he was like, oh, just,
1: like, don't walk, I'm cured, walk. bro. You're, sure you're going to be happy after
0: Thank that. you. Like, I'm cured now. Like, that's how that works. And so it's just, like, about, like, that type of stuff. So um, it's really cool, and it's well-produced. Um, and, you know, with, like, because he's, like, only been creating music for, like, a year or two or a couple years, I don't know exactly how long – you get to like kind of see him grow and like get better at it because Mm -hmm. he's like, he's very dedicated. Like he's hired a vocal instructor. He's like, his friends have like learned instruments so that they can go and be on tour with him, things like that. Um, So it's really cool to like, like you can, and it's all documented on YouTube because he's a YouTuber. So like you can watch his growth, like from like just this depressed kid that like, you know, is in David's vlog for like 10 seconds to like, you know, this guy that's like, Oh, being, de- being depressed is like my joke but like I'm actually depressed so let's talk about it.
1: Crazy what music can do for you. It's an yeah. outlet for so many things.
0: Oh yeah and I think it's it's like you can also definitely see like the positive impact that it's had on his life. Mm-hmm. You know like during like the middle of him like focusing on his music he broke up with like his longtime girlfriend and it was like you could see that like making music is what like really got him through it. Um, so it's really cool um, it's very relatable I think for people that like um, they don't feel like they have a right to be depressed, if that makes sense. Oh, that um, makes sense. Yeah. Like, there's just a lot of people out there that, like, you know, don't feel like they should be allowed to have anxiety. Like, they should be allowed to be depressed because...
1: Well, on paper, on everything
0: paper, looks really good. On paper, their lives are sick. You know, they were born with privilege. They, you know, went to a good school or, in air quotes, good school, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But they still have, you know, depression, anxiety, et cetera, which, you know, enlarges... Genetic and you can't really control. Um, so he does a very good job of like explaining that type of stuff and helping people through that through his music. And it's also just they just all kind of bang. Like the mm-hmm. production on the music is also really good. Um, so yeah, check out Scotty sire's music. Um, he also just uploads vlogs, so you get to watch him make the music sometimes. A
1: super fan. You can watch his vlog. Yeah. And listen to his music. Yeah. His During, merch. I'm assuming he has merch. He, of
0: course he does. He's a YouTuber. Uh, yeah, so buy his merch, watches YouTube. Where are we
1: plugging him? Listen to his
0: music. I don't know. Like, I felt like what we were doing, so I just kind of went with it. I guess we're plugging Scotty Sire. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're plugging everyone that we talked about today. Um, but yeah, so that's the last one of the list for today because we're running out of time. Um, is there any last thing you want to leave us with, Grace?
1: Music is cool. Music can change your life. Music can transform you. I think that... You should listen to as much music as you can listen to all the time.
0: (laughs) Amen. All right. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Remix. Make sure you catch us next time. Make sure you keep those likes coming. Keep those follows coming. Let us know what you want to see. And I'll be here as always. See you later. Bye, guys.